Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Welcome to our latest Royal Blue podcast in association with Sport Pacer. And uh, all about strikers today, uh, good, bad and, and ugly. Uh, we've got Phil Kirkbride, our Everson writer with us, uh, and our regulars, Gavin Buckland and Tony Scott, and myself, Dave Prentice. And we've literally learned well, an hour ago that Umar Nias has been charged um, by the FA panel of successfully, what was it, successful deception. Uh, in other words, diving. Um, and you know, he has until 6 p.m. on Tuesday tonight uh, to respond. If he's found guilty, he'll suffer a two-game ban. We haven't discussed this before we come in, gents. So, uh, you know, blank canvas. You know, how do you respond to that? I mean, is he being unfairly treated or is it just typical Everson look? I want to know how the, F, the three-man panel, first and foremost, who are they? And secondly... How can they come to the assumption that they know for certain yeah. that he has dived? Yeah. Like surely to God, unless you've actually been there after the match or played in the game or seen it, then you can judge that. But they're just looking at on television well, replays. All we know is one is a former player, one is a former official, and one is, if memory serves me correct, just an FA administrator. Um, they look at it independently, not as a three-man panel, and they each come to the decision. It's got to be a unanimous decision as well, and apparently it has been. Uh, but yeah, I take your point. Um, the argument I've made in a comment piece today is that you know no one knows for sure because in the modern game, players do initiate contact, and they feel the contact is therefore enough to warrant them going down. I mean, I'm being completely, I think, independent and impartial here. To me, he looked for it, yeah. You know, he felt the, uh, the touch yeah. on his chest. He went down. He actually threw himself to the ground. But he was touched. But, he was touched. but there was contact, yeah. and so many players do it now. So is it just Sod's law that Everton have been the first to suffer in this uh, instance? You know, a club that can ill afford to have a striker suspended. But Silver wasn't, was he, um, for uh, Man City this season? Yeah, was another yeah. one, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, Phil, you were there on Saturday. What was the reaction at the time in the press box and so on? What, uh, my reaction was... Oh, I was given a penalty. I, I just didn't think there was anything in it. Um, so I was trying to put myself in Palace's shoes and gone, if if that had been the other way around, would I have been annoyed? Yes, I think it was soft. Um, was it a penalty? Probably not, but there is contact, so you, yeah. you're immediately in that grey area. Um, but should he be banned for diving? No chance. Well, the, just, the, great, the great anomaly, actually, that one of the lads in the office pointed out earlier is that 
if Anthony Taylor had have spotted, you know, the simulation, he'd have got a yellow card. Yeah, end yeah. of story. So now faces a too much. Ret- retrospective is a too much ban. So what happens to Anthony Taylor now? Surely, to God, if this is the sake that Nias will be getting a too much ban, he should be getting demoted to the well, football re- league. He's refereeing again on Tuesday, isn't he? Well, that's not right then. So, is it? but the, but what the FA would say is that Nias has deceived the referee. Exactly, it's it's playing no devil's advocate. Yeah, exactly, that's what yeah. they will say. That's yeah. and that's the charge in deception of a match official. I just think that it's. It, there's too much of a grey area. If there was no contact at all, yeah, and Umar's yeah. gone down, then all right, yeah. you've kind of got to accept it, haven't you? But there was contact, you know. Look, so who's to say that contact didn't edge? No, yeah, yeah we all look. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no two ways about it. But who's to say it's just one opinion against another that he has made the yeah. most of it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, using that old phrase, I mean, Scott Tan gave the referee a decision to make, didn't he? By yeah. putting his hand yeah. out, yeah. arm out, and as soon as he did that. To me, to a certain degree, all better off because you don't know really what's happened there. Running a pace and that was quite slippy conditions, wasn't yeah, it? On there, yeah, you know, yeah. the whole thing. It wasn't wasn't conducive to uh, you know, sort of being able to keep on your feet as it were the conditions. But I just thought once he's done that, it was just a bad decision by the referee. You know, and there's diving and there's diving. We've all seen dives, haven't we? The penalty mm. area, you know what I mean? Where there's been no contact, where somebody has deliberately yeah. Yeah. De- tried to deceive the officials. Now, that, that's me, what this, this, this rule is there for. I don't think it's there for, for somebody who's running in at pace into the area. But somebody, somebody blocks him, and, and you pointed this out, Pen, on your piece that, where, I wouldn't say contact, but is. Um, you know, given an opportunity to, no, to go to ground, like, you know, made, and, and I think that happens. I think you said again, Dave, didn't you? That, that happens lots of times. It happens every, every just, single you know, day. You know. Michael Owen made a career out yeah. of it. He yeah, got yeah. him into a World Cup quarter final by doing Louis that against Suarez. Argentina. All you need, it's it's a, Louis yeah. Suarez needed the faintest of touches, yeah. and he'd be down. Yeah. I, I just wonder, and I'm maybe being a little bit cynical here, but I mean, the only two people that have been successfully punished so far this season have been League Two strikers. I think Bristol City striker is a Bailey Wright and um, a Carlisle United striker, Sean Miller. On this occasion, uh, it's a Premier League player, but it's not a player that plays for Chelsea, that plays for Manchester City, mm. that plays for you know, so Arsenal. It's you know, one of the lesser lights, if you like, you know, Umar Nias. Do you think that's played a part in it? That you know they've actually didn't want to punish because Bernardo Silva uh, escaped with it yeah. you know, last last time, mm-hmm. and you could argue it was you know similar circumstances. My hunch is mm-hmm. that that it's a bit like when I can't remember when it was when I think certainly international level there were there were red cards for any challenge from behind, and there was a, there was just like immediately an, an early swathe of red cards because any challenge from behind went punished because yeah. of the new yeah. new directives, and I just wonder whether. This has come in, and you know they've seen an opportunity to try and, you know, um, imp- imp- no, 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 implement the new rule. And look, I, I, I totally against diving. You know, I, you want to see it eradicated yeah. or to the extent that you possibly possibly can. But I just wonder whether they've seen an opportunity. Right, it's a Premier League game. Yeah, we're going to charge them because we think we, you know, we've judged that we can. I just wonder whether. You know, you get down further down the line, and the, and ones like Umar's just just, yeah. just get swept under the they carpet. Have that every season, don't they? That's like a sort of um, little thing that they'll pick on. A couple of years ago, was diving uh, yeah. too early for penalties, wasn't it? Mm. You know, and sort of like putting yeah, goalkeepers yeah. off. You know, they, they always have one every year. I mean, the other thing I'd say about the panel, which when you say about the being independent, are they in that? Okay, it might be independent of these three people, but. It's been like what three days since the, the incident took place, yeah. and there's been a hell of a lot of press in that time, yeah. hell of a lot of discussion, a lot of it negative and yeah. around around the ass. 
that must purely be in the back of your mind. Sure. Yeah. When you when you're when you're like sitting as a tribune, thought, oh, but hang on, there's a lot lots of uh, lots of discussion there. That the, the, the thing is, is that Nias has died, so therefore, I think we may. You know, when it's about setting a, you know, <coughs> making an example of somebody, that's where you could legitimately yeah. say where they're being put pressure on indirectly to to come out and say that Nias has. That's a great show. You know, and I think mm, yeah. if you're going to do it properly, you do it straight after well, the game. Well, I was going to say because that's, you know the ref mm, says you know point. somebody looks out because they have the refereeing centres now, don't they? Where yeah. they have on match day where they to yeah, support yeah. the stock well, or somewhere. Yeah, whoever yeah. whoever the whoever's running that should say. At the end of the game, yeah. I want that Nias penalty looking at by sort of five o'clock this evening. Yeah. The three people, you're, you're in the build and you yeah. look at it, what do you because think? Because you're absolutely right, because as, as though we would net, you know, we're not accusing any of these panels of being, you know, being, you know, unduly influenced by things or, or, or having their instruments swayed subconsciously. It's like, it's like a boxing judge at ringside. They're trained to not be affected by the crowd, but they are. You know, yeah. it's natural. So if you're sat there watching match of the day on Saturday evening, whatever, you know, as you say, they're absolutely pouring over it forensically. And if you know, you'd imagine they'd be watching. It's subconscious. I, I, I think it, I think these do get influenced, Phil. I really do. And the reason I'm saying this is because Gavin made a good point there. What happens here is that if that would have happened after the whistle, fine, fair enough. You take it. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. But what's happened since then is that match of the day, he got slaughtered on match of the day, didn't he? In the ass. And then last night on Monday Night Football, Carragher said it. He said, that's a dive. He should get a two-match ban. Yeah. And now today, he's getting a two... Yeah, it's just such an concern to say. So everyone's, everyone's having their input and giving their opinion. Surely to God, when ex-players have got a good influence in the game of football still, that's going to influence... It's, it's the natural justice. Yeah. The natural justice is not being served otherwise, is it? You know, and, and I think I think the other thing that came into it on Saturday, which again talk about cherry picking, is like in, it was important in the context of the game, and it was important. It was an important game, so I wasn't at that there. I say we're both near the bottom of the yeah. Premier League, and it was a two-all draw, and it made a material difference to the result in sort of like near the type of decisions that can sort of make a break seasons, yeah. can't they? And you, you do wonder then. Well, I tell you what, because it was that we'll. we'll We'll charge him. If it had been 5 0, Evan had won there, I say. And mm-hmm. that was the fifth goal. Would he have been done for diving? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's, yeah. that's where you get the press coverage cause as well, because it was important in, in the context of the game. And I just think the whole thing of three days after the fact is really wrong. Mm. It should be done straight away at 5 o'clock this afternoon. So why have they got, why have they got to wait, as you said, why have they got to wait till Tuesday? They haven't. They, they met yesterday, Monday, presumably because they don't work Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't yeah. know. But you know, maybe it takes a bit of time to get this panel together. You know, they have to be contacted on the Sunday then sit on the Monday they They, they do yeah I mean clearly the the law has been introduced for the right motives it's absolutely correct yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah yeah. yeah. clearly it's very very flawed there's still like a number of issues that need to be addressed massive grey area well, you know, we don't want to second guess what's going to happen but, you know, so if Umar is you know, sort of banned for a couple of games it gives Everton a major issue up front uh, Sandro, you know, came on at the weekend. Uh, you were there, Phil. You know, I saw a fair bit of coverage that you apparently you know, made quite a bright impression. Well, I, I would say that um, coming to Sandro in a minute, Calvert Lewin obviously naturally just goes into the starting lineup yeah. because he came on at, um, at half time. I thought for 25 minutes, half an hour, I thought he had a decent impact. They yeah. went two up front and he played pretty well. Sandro came on for the last, what was it, 10 minutes or so? Worked worked hard, yeah. ran around. You know, look, I'm not being I'm not yeah, being no, no, facetious yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, but I, you know, look, I I hope and 
still believe that there's a player in there. So you know, I, I, if you know, if from either side of the line with Sandro, it's it's you know, I'm going to support him and back him because I believe that he's still got a, a player there. But I didn't leave the ground going. He's turned the corner. Sure. Far from it. Yeah. I, look, he got on the end of a cross, headed it over, right. um, ran around a bit. But still, for me, probably wasn't wasn't working hard enough because there was a point where. He he closed down. I think it was Dan, and the ball got shifted to the right hand side to the right fullback. Sigerson, who was on the left, had dropped in, so the, the right fullback was in space, and Unzu was having to tell him right. to go and close it down. So, look, I'm hoping it will come, but I, I don't think. What do you think, Philly? Be needing a good couple of under twenty three games in him. I don't think it's a bad idea. I'd pl- I obviously I would definitely play him on Thursday. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah. Because the under-23s can play, is it five overage outfield mm-hmm. players? Yeah. Now, I know you do not want to stunt the progression of uh, of the young players, but certainly for a couple of weeks, I would, I'd be minded to throw Sandro in. He's under-23s, under he's under-23s, Sandro. True, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. Even more reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. looks older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I just make, uh, of course, going back to our first point mm-hmm. today, just thinking about... Uh, Sorry to break up the discussion, I remember. If there'd been video technology there on Saturday, what do you think the decision would have been? Still would have been a penalty? Because he's touched called, them. He's yeah. touched them. Regardless, yeah. there's contact. Yeah, you can't you you can't determine the strength or relative weakness of Umani as in that yeah. situation. Yeah. I, I think that's not. He would have been given a penalance. Yeah. Because of his balance, because yeah. of the pace, like you say, the conditions. It is. It's a, it's it's a deeply flawed. And do you know, different one on. Sorry, different yeah. slants on it. <laughs> What I'm more conscious about now is that when he asks, if obviously he is playing, he's going to be more concept and thinking now. When I get when I get touched in the box, to go down for the penalty. He's going to be looking to try and stay on his feet as much as possible. Remember the Andy Johnson Andy scenario Johnson, years Wenger, ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and Wenger yeah, yeah. lambasted him, and Andy yeah. Johnson was trying to stay on his feet, and it got in his head. He yeah, wouldn't go down. He was just trying to stay on his feet. I think that could come back to the ask incident. Yeah, sorry for that. Uh... Obviously, uh, feelings run deep on that. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, 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 it's a bit of a mess, and it looks so like. So go on, then. Devil's advocate. They've got they've got another couple of hours by the time we get this podcast out to um, re- respond. Do you do you appeal? Do you I run the f- risk of a th- another game ban? I, I personally think you have to uh, mm. because the player himself, you know, has as we've discussed, you know, being touched, you yeah. know, and you know, it's. A, I don't think it's for a panel to decide whether that contact was sufficient for him to, to fall. He exaggerated it undoubtedly. Yeah. You know, he threw himself backwards, mm-hmm. but you know, might he have gone down anyway from the push? We don't know. No one will know, to be honest, other than Mumart Nias himself, and he's not going to admit to it exactly. now. So, if I was Nias, he's probably going to stand there and say, do you know what? I got yeah. touched and it knocked me over. Yeah. Prove otherwise that I should have stayed up. Yeah. I'm it's sure just opinions. Yeah, because I'm sure equally the flip side, we could go through Everton's season. I'm sure there's been games where... Players have gone through and stayed on the yeah. feet when they could have gone down legitimately yeah. and not got a penalty because of, of it. Yeah. Honest yeah. for honesty. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that's just a side. But in terms of our options, then. Bring your boots, Gav. <laughs> Do a job. You've seen me you went. You've seen me Carver Lewin. That's it. Heaven forbid if one of them get injured. It's terrifying, isn't it? The, really? Well, we've discussed it many times on this pod before about how appallingly light the squad is in the forward positions. But yeah, that just underlines it. You know, 
Rooney. I mean, Rooney's the, the, the obvious one, and I was going. I was going to come to him because obviously it was a big talking point at the mm-hmm. weekend. He wasn't in the starting lineup, which I think most of us would probably agree with. Uh, but then he wasn't brought on from the bench, uh, which was more of an eye opener. And I think a lot to be said for his, you know, whether Unzi's, you know, sugarcoating it a little bit. But you know, he did say that his conduct was impeccable. He gave a stirring mm-hmm. team talk, you know, when he realised he wasn't playing. So it sounds like he's re- reacted in the way you would hope he would react. But was it right? You know, so should he be in one of the options from the bench at least? Should he have been brought uh, on ahead of Sandro, maybe? My, my feelings is that the decision at half-time was correct because it was clear that Dan and particularly Sacco, particularly Sacco was having one of those games where if you put him under pressure, yeah. he would fold. So I thought playing two up fraud, Calvert-Lewin really good in the air. Mm. I thought that was a smart decision. And then with 10 minutes to go, the game was tight. Yeah. Now, Wayne's as honest as they come, you know, he'd work as hard as he possibly could. But Sandro's more mobile, isn't he? Yeah. So in theory, I could totally understand why he did. And yeah, you could say bring Wayne on, help keep the ball. But it was just—I think you'd be fighting a losing battle in that respect. I think I had no problem with the decision. Yeah. What, what would you think Rooney's feeling at the moment from what's happened? Now you could look on it last season. He was up there with Zlatan Ibrahimovic up front, winning trophies. He's now come to Everton, and on Saturday he found himself not even coming on the pitch, and he's got Umar Niasse ahead of him. And Everton youngster ahead of him. Well, surely to God, he's thinking to himself. But Wayne's not stupid enough to think he he, he would have looked at Umaniasi's work rate and the ground he covered and the way he harassed defenders. Wayne Rooney's an infinitely better footballer than Umaniasi, obviously, yeah. infinitely better. But is is Rooney able to do that at his age? No. At that stage of his career, is he able to hound defenders? No, he isn't. Which is he's not. But, he, but I don't but think players, players think like that, Phil. I think players I think, think Wayne's. Like, I'm doing. A, I could do a better job. Now. I've got more chance of scoring. I than think. Than I he think is. Wayne's. I'm a better smart. player than he is. Wayne's smarter. The, the, the point I made ahead of the game at the weekend is that I think there's an opening there. United played him in centre midfield a number of times, certainly in the Louis Van Gaal era, mm. and you know, relatively successfully. And given how well Everton central midfield is playing at the moment, and I use the word well in inverted commas, yeah. you know, is there an opening for him there? He keeps the ball, he can pass the ball well, you know. When you say centre midfield talk, and my concern would be about you having to play, again, with the greatest respect, you probably have to play players around into protecting, though, aren't yeah. you? Which, because of he's not the most mobile. Sure. That isn't, it isn't, and he isn't. For me, in a midfield sense, he's not Gareth Barry level yeah. of smarts in midfield and being able to position himself in the final third. I, yeah. yeah, I could see. You know, if if we were in a position where and we were playing well enough and not having concerns about the wrong end of the table, you're playing him, aren't you? Yeah. You're playing him off the striker or, or as a, a, the tip of a diamond or whatever. You, you're finding a way to fit him in. If yeah. you're looking at it from an oppos- opposition perspective, Phil, if you've got Morgan Schneiderman in the midfield or Wayne Rooney. You'd fancy yourself against Morgan Snyder, wouldn't you? If I'm looking at it, playing perspective. If I, if I had the ball, I'd fancy playing against Rooney more yeah. because that's not his no, game, it, is Yeah, it? but if, if, if Everton have got the ball, if you're coming to Goodison, and you're coming to Goodison, yeah. next week, Atlanta, you go, let, let let's Snyder have the ball or let Rooney have the ball. Depends. I what, know which player, depends I'll let what, have the ball. Yeah, 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 I think there's like, it, 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 it's, you know, it's two sides of a coin, isn't it? But that role... Primarily, you call the defensive midfielder, aren't you? In that role, for one reason, is that like you are more defence orientated. Yeah. And part of the problem is not working for us at the moment. Yeah. Is those plays clearly aren't as Pano says, and, and clearly a fault for the first goal and probably the second goal on, mm. on 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 Saturday to a degree. So 
not got a problem when you play now and he's got the ball and you can see a pass and all that type of stuff. It's, it's when the opposition have got the ball and have yeah. you got have you got the pace and knowing where to position yourself to, to limit danger. It's like Gareth Barry could do that, couldn't he, all day long? Cause that, that was his job he's been doing yeah, for 20 career. years, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Asking Wayne to do that after a year. But I if he's got a defensive midfielder alongside, and well, then yeah, well, we've gone along the route of having two oh, DMs, oh. well, and it hasn't worked. Well, the argument is then play four three three and have two 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 and Wayne yeah, as the three to play four three three and have two and Wayne then. To either side of Wayne in the middle, yeah, mm. whichever way you don't look at it. The problem is Wayne would obviously increase our chances of having more of the ball. But if you look at the last few games, particularly Saturday and Watford, if I'm not mistaken. The, the opposition had more, but, but, more, of the, more of the ball, so well, Wayne, how are you going to? Is Wayne wasted? Even but, though, even though he's keeping it, you're still relying on nine other outfield players. This is where players aren't on the same wavelength as him, then surely. Well, that's the but case. hence why he may, he may be for the time being, not not what they need. Yeah. Would you say that the biggest custard pie that you could uh, put in his face is him being selected on Thursday? Do you think he'd be in from the start against Atalanta in a dead rubber, which is going to be presumably fringe players stroke kids? It's Wayne would want to play because he's playing football for Everton. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. It depends what if he's going. Thing is though, if if Umar's banned as as it looks like he he's is for Sunday, I don't think Unzi if he's Unzi in charge would risk yeah. him. Yeah, I, that would be my hunch anyway. So you'd think he's just going to leave him out for Southampton. I suspect. I suspect it. Oh, yeah. Tom Davis is out for Southampton, isn't he? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So go on. What are we expecting on Thursday? It's, um, <laughs> apart from Do you being know what? jokes aside, it's the defence I'm worried about more than the attack. Are you worried about the game? Full stop. I mean, it's. Uh... it's you know, I look at it, Everton's free hit. Exactly, just you know, play some of the, the promising kids. I say free hit, but if we get beat five, oh, if you get I'll be absolutely That's the point. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> out, I'm trying to think of the quarter. I've lost interest at the top of our group. Atlanta and Leon are joined. They're yeah. both, both basically fighting both. to see if it wins the group. group. So, yeah, I. Um, Depends how they're going to play as well. It's not as dead a rubber as the Apple and Limassol, which Phil's got the uh, joy of going to in a month or so. Cyprus in December. Cyprus in December, yeah. Of course, it's approaching it. I mean, it's happened before, Krasnodar and Basse Borisov, but on each occasion, in happier circumstances, because we won the group and mm, yeah. we qualified yeah. each time. This time, it, 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 it's, not, it's the opposite end of things. A young side was selected on each of those occasions. I can't think of anybody that particularly stood out in either of those games and enhanced their claims of a, a first team. Some of them are worked against them. Look, looking it? back, yeah. obviously, to doing that piece about Krasnodar, I'd yeah. forgotten, but uh, sort of a cruel irony. Luke Garbutt actually played pretty well that night against right. Krasnodar, yeah. but his career didn't. You know, he played again in the competition, didn't he? Yeah. He played against young boys and Wolfsburg. But obviously, yeah. as we know full well, he hasn't hasn't gone quite to plan well, since then. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance we'll see the Vlasic's of the world? Oh, Vlasic, uh, Vlasic will play. I'm absolutely Vlasic. certain. I'm certain he'll play Sandro. Yeah. But this is the fullback situation. Where are we going to go there? Going to have to play Leighton Baines? No, he'll he'll. He won't play Cucu Martina. Yeah, Martina and, and Holgate wasn't Holgate. involved on Saturday, so I don't yeah. know if he's injured, but we'll find out tomorrow. Um, the, yeah, Feeney, I think he's in with a really strong shout of play, and I think he probably Besic. Oh yeah, Besic, but by all accounts, he had a stinker in the derby. Mm. Sam was up there for us, and he apparently was. According to Sam, and he was terrible. Um, this is a really enjoyable podcast. The names that you've thrown at me there yeah. reassured me to a certain degree that you know the squad does have relative depth in numbers. Yeah. 
Uh, but not quality. I mean, Bessic right. was a guy that we raved about, you know, Mark and Lionel Messi out of a World yeah. Cup side yeah. four years For ago. eight minutes done, Messi scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's was, it was been hampered by injuries ever since, but, you know, sort of struggled. Holgate, you know. Well, was he like, was at the ground on Saturday, but wasn't in wasn't in the squad, so I'm assuming he was injured. Right. Um, so, as I say, we'll, we will find out. Would be the centre back, though, would you say? I think Feeney's going to play. Because I know I know really likes him. William doesn't play it for yeah. a few games, mm. as you said. Are, are, are they in the Europa League squad? No. Well, Preno, you're a bit more well versed in this than I am. It, it's, it's a strange one, this, but you know, you can literally play oh, yeah, anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. from your B list, and your B list can be players that have been at the club for longer than I think it's two years that are born before January the first, nineteen ninety-five. Was it basically you know sort of under yeah. twenty years? Yeah. I think they are. Yeah, and they can be registered up to twenty-four hours before the game. So David Unsworth, if he's in charge, will have to make a decision on the Wednesday morning. You know who he wants to play, and they can register those players. Um, so it could arguably be a gang of kids. It won't be, you know, because you know we will see. I'm confidently expecting Dabby Class and Sandra Ramirez. You know, so would Hernan would Hernan qualify for that? He's been there more than two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah I so think he would play. Yeah, so you know, I, I don't you know, mind. Beningham will probably play again, yeah. won't he? Um, goalkeeper situation um, Robles what, why has Robles been on the bench ahead of Stecklenburg recently um, Unzi told me that Stecklenburg had a knock right. che- that's when I checked it out with him uh, before the Lyon game and right. he didn't think it was going to be much longer so um, I have to find so out when I'm going to speak to him yeah. speaking of knocks I was going to ask about um, a couple of things from Saturday which are relevant going forward the Schneiderlin when he said that he yeah, had the toe injury, injury. he can't play it on Thursday anyway. Can't yeah, yeah. Is that is that something that's well? Look, I mean, I don't. To, I've not. Yeah. I've not had the opportunity to ask Gunzi about this, um, other than what you've read um, from last week's presser. But if anybody's expecting at that press conference, Gunzi to come out and and crucify Morales and Schneiderlin publicly, I think they were mistaken. Because look. Whether he agrees with yeah. what or not, or whether he thinks it's it's wrong, what's been written or right, that's that's by the by. He he might need these players now. Everton's squad for me isn't strong enough for him to easily just dismiss mm-hmm. what you term as senior pros, whether yeah. they've been performing or not, whether their attitudes are correct or not. He that's the need. opposite of Cumin, isn't it? Early interesting scene. Well, yeah, but obviously Cumin probably felt he was in a stronger position, didn't he? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. he doesn't know if he's going to get the job. Yeah. And B, he'd be in the early throws, wouldn't mm-hmm. he? So. I don't think any manager at that in that kind of situation that Unzi finds himself in would dismiss, you know, publicly dismiss yeah, players. Yeah. I mean, Schneidlin started on Saturday, so yeah. despite what may or may not have gone on, Unzi felt that he's trained really well and he's the man for central midfield against Crystal Palace. So and he'd already been punished just by punished as such by having a story in the public domain hadn't yeah. really started their opponents without everybody knowing about it really yeah. without having to yeah. I'd say it was just, a, just curious because I'd not yeah. heard word about it before the game and um, and you thought maybe something what's gone on there but if, if you think he's justified to start considering he was 50-50 uh, had to have the injection before the game he had a toe game. injury didn't he I thought he was quiet yeah he was quiet clearly was Clearly, well, you say clearly hampered by injury, but then it was in line with everything. Every performance we've yeah. seen. And what about the alternative options? Because you know Tom Davis has had a poor run of form recently yeah. as well. Um, you know, Benny Beningham. Guy had a, a, given recent runs an all right game by yeah. his standards. I thought he was he was lively. On Second that. time this season he's created a goal with his, uh, his pressing. Mm. You know, yeah. against Arsenal, did he's it just again. Uh, just just again. Uh, his stats this week he's won yeah. ten tackles. 
right. um, more than any other player yeah. this weekend and tens the highest out of this season completely in one that game. type of game once our parts of our 26 fouls <laughs> <laughs> are we heartened by that or are we appalled by that the fact that A you know they are pressing and harrying and being spiky you know modern day dogs of war dare I yeah. say or should it be appalled that you know we committed 26 fouls in a single match it was a bit of both in that second half because there was part of me was thinking this is good you know yeah. they're, they're clearly willing to fight for this and they're going to get stuck in but some of the, some of the fouls were just a bit unnecessary and they were walking tight ropes and there was one point in the second half with Umar already on a booking and he f- fouled somebody hacked somebody down and Unzi gestured to him you know the old yeah. use your head mate mm. type of thing so thinking, this was before obviously the, the the charge got announced. You're thinking Everton could not or cannot do without people getting suspended. You know, mm. I think so. Tom, Tom Davis as well was uh, sort of walking a bit of a tightrope, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so, was a little bit. But, yeah, uh, it's just that we haven't got a lot of options. But I just thought I thought it was good that just uh, a guy. I thought he did well for the goal. Mm. I mean, it was a good finish by the ass to be fair. But mm. I think should be should be doing that more often. But going back to the fouls bit, I. To me, I don't mind giving away 26 fouls in the way of a um, good performance where we played well and we've gone for a little bit and we've played yeah. constructive stuff. If that means 26 fouls is part of that, then sure. then, then that, I'll go with that every day of the week. It's funny we're so, talking about it today. Yeah, it's the yeah. anniversary of the, uh, the original it's, Dogs of War game. Yeah. 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 Remember the 21st, 1994, when Joe Royal brought in John Ebrill, Barry Horn, Joe Parkinson mm-hmm. from the reserves, yeah. got about Liverpool and the rest is history. But, but, it's Ebbo's fault then. Yeah. 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 But, so, <laughs> I'm not, not going to context if, if, it, yeah. if, like, if we get a result and we play okay and, you know, and so on, but in the context of Saturday's performance, which can be best be described as what moderate, <laughs> being a very, uh, very sort of like being kind, and it, it didn't work well, for me. And as you say, Phil, it was full of unnecessary, spiteful fouls. You know, you know when people talk about again using boxing parlance, people say I was brought down to his level. Everton have been brought down to lower reach Premier League football, mm. and that's what they're playing at because that's where they are, and that's what the teams that they're scrapping with are playing. And there's, there must be a kind of, I don't know if it's a mindset, but there's definitely a feeling that they're just going to have to fight their way out of it. I worry, though, Phil, that I can understand if we played City away, mm. going to accumulate 26 fouls because you're not going to yeah, shoot yeah, the majority yeah, yeah, of the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. We're playing the worst team in the league. They've got the worst strike force in the league. They've got the worst defence in the league and they're managed by Billy Hodgson. And we're fouling them not. more than they're fouling us. Ever, but, James but, but, obviously, they are statistically the worst team in the division but not on that performance but what, what, no, what, I, I, I think they're in a false position I don't I don't I really don't they're no. did they lose the first seven was it they did yeah. Yeah. the ball went after four games Hodgson's been there for yeah, what they've beaten Chelsea they've been very very unfortunate against Tottenham you know so in yeah. recent games they've put together some decent form I don't know Zaha won't be there any longer and Loftus Cheek is a player yeah. by the way yeah. Yeah. I think he's a good player him yeah, yeah. No, I think you know, Swans, Swans, Swansea are worse West Ham are worse Huddersfield are worse Everton have doubled their goal tally that's how bad they are but that's Based on their first seven games under a different manager, you know, Frank DeBoer. But DeBoer went after four weeks, four games, and Hodgson's yeah. been there for what? I'm not building them up I just think I, I just think we're building you know, Crystal Palace yeah. up to the way well, yeah. if, we shouldn't be going there and having 26 fouls against bottom of the league well, that, that's what I'm trying to say but it's all relative though yeah, isn't it yeah. it's the not relative, like playing against the yeah, it's relative to the performance of Crystal Palace who are better than where they are well that's what I'm trying to say no it should be relative to us because we are a better team than them well, why should we not why are they bottom of the league yeah. on them? what are we they've got 5.6 points have we from the last four games we've got 12 
The last four games, you've got, I think they're unbeaten on four, aren't they, Palace? Palace oh, Spurs, I think they got, is that in that group? Yeah, it's just four, four home yeah. games, they're unbeaten. Bigging the team up, back managed by Roy Hodgson. No, no. Bigging them up. We're saying we're saying just relative, like you're, 26 you're, fouls yeah. against Crystal Palace. No, no, we're not. Everton, Everton are in a really terrible run of form, and Palace yeah, are better we're, than they show. No, I don't think they are. Well, I'll, be, I'll, 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 I'll be surprised. I'll, I'll be surprised. I'll, I'll be surprised. I'll, I'll be surprised. 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 i will be surprised 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 uh, we're no closer. It sounds like Marco Silva, uh, they're still trying to basically force Watford's hand uh, so on that one. Looks like David Unsworth will be in charge, certainly for Thursday, uh, possibly even the weekend. Are we, uh, are we happy with that? I just think something, I, I said it last week, I know they don't have to as a football club, I get all that, but I just think some kinds of notification or statement from the club to say yeah. what is actually happening. Yeah. Now, the only source of information Everton supporters get is via a tweet from Jim White to say that he's on the pitch with Tom Davis and David Dunsworth saying he's on the shortlist. Yeah. Okay. Everton, no, it's not my half, fella. He's not on Twitter. Yeah. And he's checking Everton's website going, well, what's the latest, lad? And going, yeah. So how is how, how is the so, natural so, fan going to find out? So well, when you say a statement from Everton, what do you think that statement should say? David Dunsworth is in charge for the foreseeable future until we get a permanent manager in place. Nothing has been, and nothing's come off from the football club. Is that just inferred that any by, by not saying anything been inferred and that by Unsworth is in charge until we tell you otherwise? Well, make the statement then if that's the case. Well, they don't. Yeah, I know, I'm probably spitting airs there. I, I, you, if, if that statement to me, yeah, that's fine, fine with that. But they're already saying that already. But, but if, if you've sacked a manager and then four weeks down the line you haven't replaced them, yeah. and then you're still obviously talking to other managers. That that's fine. That that that's reasonable. But just come out and say, listen, David Unsworth is taking charge until whenever it's necessary, and then we'll employ in our own time to see it goes on for the next ever match. I, I think the man himself would benefit from some kind of statement to that effect. Yeah. I mean, obviously they are talking to him privately behind the scenes, yeah. but just a public declaration that you know, so he is in charge for the foreseeable future. It would work wonders with some players' attitudes, I think. Uh, you know, so a bit of accountability yeah. there. And uh, I think it would do his confidence the world the good mm. as well. I think if you're a player as well, and okay. you know that David Dunsworth's good, like, I'm not being funny, but I'm trying to get my head around this as a player, and you're thinking, well, you might be here tomorrow. So, you, you, what are you, what are you having to me for? So, what, so what, what you're saying is the statements would actually be more for the players and the manager. Well, it's a on things. I, I just don't like that I know, perception yeah. and attitude. Of, and I think you're right, Tony, because I'm sure there's players like that. Clearly, mm. the... the, the the intel is that Schneider and Morales were acting in that kind of vein. Yeah. But I just if I put myself in that those shoes, there's no way I would act like that. Even if I'm thinking, Unzi's probably not going to be in charge next week. Playing for Everton, paid by the football club, 
You do as you're told. I get that if you're a professional and you honestly and I, if you've got integrity just, just, about yourself. Yeah. But if you're playing for another club, you've got no remorse for. You just don't care. You just there taking the money. Black, traditional football. What I'm trying to say yeah. is that you're just going to go. Hang on, you're not here next no, week. There's no manager coming in and taking your job next week. No, I, I, so I, why I, you tell why yeah. why you're going to go, mate? You're no. telling me about football. No, I, sadly, I agree that 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 will happen. But it just. I can't get my head around any, why anybody would want to be like that. I I totally agree, but I just I just think there's players right now in that dressing room that may be thinking like that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, really the, the, the damaging thing when that happens is when the new manager comes in. That sort of <laughs> you can't just switch it back on well, like, that's, uh, that's, yeah. like, like that's you know, their own problem for you know, having an attitude like um, that in the first place. I've seen that happen before at clubs. You know, when maybe, I think maybe I think I'm being that, naive, but I just think it's absolutely crazy. People that bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Well, you know, which is why it speaks volumes for Wayne Rooney's reaction at the weekend, and from what we've heard about it, yeah. you know, so absolutely in the right way. He's an Evertonian. Right, so we're going to wrap it up there, chaps, and we're not going to do predictions because we don't even know what kind of team Who we're going to be. Who said two two on Saturday? Did you? Yeah, I did. Rewind back. Oh, yeah. Scotty Beck. Never mind what's going on. I said 2-2. Lordy, that doesn't surprise me. Right, okay. My nil-nil went out. 45 seconds. That hurts me, I said. Because no one's gone on about this record that we had about it. You were on 441 minutes and, like, you know, Liverpool's was 500. That was the record that we'd had of, what was it, of not conceding in the way league game. Yeah. Uh, and it was 441 minutes at Palace going into Saturday's game. I said last week in the pod that means we can get another like 59 minutes and we break the record. Didn't even well, get to 59 I was seconds. Like, I, was, I was thinking about that stat, Gav, and I was thinking, where's Gav got that stat from? Because I could only think of two the two one nils. I blanked out my memory that April 2016. Think nil McCarthy got sent off. Yeah, yeah. It just because it was so of bad. Of course, yeah, yeah. It was so bad. I oh. forgot about that. Was in the dynamics <laughs> of the Beatles yeah, game, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And we had the nil nil as well when Sylvan got into the crowd. Man, was a bit, oh, bit yeah, of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Great nil nil draws. We have forgotten. <laughs> 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 Right, chaps, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us, and we will be back with you um, on Friday this week in the wake of the uh, Atlanta game to discuss what's happened there. Stick with us. Thanks for listening.